just being able to do things that are difficult and do them uh, maybe not even well, but stick it through to the end. So that's the first moment in my life that I really showed myself like, this is hard, but I can do it despite what other people around me are telling me. Hey, can I ask you a question? Have you ever been so caught up in your thoughts that you forgot to truly live and experience life on your own terms? Because I have. And for me, those thoughts kept me stuck, scared, and unable to live a life that I enjoyed or was truly proud of. But a few years ago, that all changed, and I'm here to share everything I've learned about shifting mindsets, changing stories, and transforming thoughts. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'd like to welcome you to the Unmake Up Your Mind podcast, a place where we talk about all things wellness and have the important conversations that will help you discover, speak, and live your truth. Each episode reminds you that curiosity is liberating, adventure is humbling, and wellness is the first step in creating change in your own life. Join me as we get up close and personal with some of life's daily thoughts and share all the juicy info you need to become friends with your mind and embody the best version of yourself. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Today, I am so excited to be joined by our first ever podcast guest, Michael. He is the creator of Retrain Athletics, a certified personal trainer and nutritionist, and my go-to guy when I have any questions about physical health and wellness. This man knows his stuff, and I'm so eager to pick his brain. Welcome, Michael. I'm so grateful to have you on the show. It's going right now, yeah. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> Sarah, I have to be honest, that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> this is my first time doing a podcast, and uh, that just gave me the chills listening to that introduction, so that was awesome. Thank you for having me. Good, I'm so excited. So the reason I wanted to invite you on the show today is because I think there's such a huge connection between physical wellness and mindset. Do you agree? I do, and I think it's uh, definitely a disconnection because uh, most people don't really connect the thoughts between the two, but... Uh, it's definitely something that we need to prioritize. Yeah, and I think that's where most people get stuck when they're working on their physical health, right? Like, for me, the biggest thing I struggled with was not knowing what I was capable of and avoiding doing something because of judgment. And it's actually crazy to think about how much my physical health suffered because of my mental health and my mindset. To put it simply, uh, I think everything's connected, but um, I often struggle with, putting too many things into too many eggs into one basket but um i think we should all we would all benefit from spreading our resources i guess you could say and uh picking and choosing where we should be prioritizing i guess yeah yeah for sure so speaking of putting all your eggs in one basket when it comes to your fitness journey what was one of the things that you struggled with most one thing that i struggled with the most when i first started and i still struggle with it today is connecting with people and more so communicating with people um, when it comes to like what I was doing before the fitness industry, I didn't really have a whole lot of, uh, communication experience with people. So getting into the industry, I needed to learn how to not only like sell myself as a personal trainer, but also how to get people to buy into the, the fitness programs. Um, and it's something I still struggle with right now. Yeah. And so how did mindset come into that? Like, were there any shifts that you had to make to ensure that you could be successful? When it comes to mindset, the number one thing that I preach with my clients and the people around me is understanding that you are in control. Um, I think everything changed for me uh, when I realized that I was the one that makes the decisions. I'm the one that takes responsibility. And for the longest time, I was playing the victim. 
Um, so once I realize that, you know, I make the decisions and wherever I end up in 30, 40, 50, 60 years is all going to be a result of the decisions that I make and nobody else. So I stopped blaming people around me. I stopped, uh, you know, looking to other people to put, uh, the blame, like I said, in their hands, but take it for myself and take the responsibility over it. And then once I made that decision, I kind of realized that, um, I was building a life for myself and I was building a life that, you know, I really enjoyed and that's how I got into the fitness industry and that's how I continue to make strides in this industry. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that victim card is something that everyone gets caught up in. We're so busy pointing fingers and not actually accepting that we are in control. Right. And I love what you said about being in control of your own health, your own fitness, being in control of your own mindset, because that's a decision you need to make for yourself. So the goal behind Retrain Athletics is to be intentional when it comes to all aspects of your body. What do you think um, people struggle with most when it comes to being intentional? The first thing that came to my mind was to think about like your average commercial gym. Uh, so think about we live in we're in Hall Landing right now. There's a LA Fitness down the road. There's a Good Life. Uh, you walk into one of those gyms, all you're gonna see is most likely 50% of people texting in the middle of their sets, um, people throwing weights around, most likely grunting or socializing. <laughs> and it's not to say that any of the these things aren't allowed, but when I really think about it, everyone's so distracted when they're in the gym trying to get you know they're they're trying to strive for more with their health, but. They're so distracted by the things around them that I think people really need to take time to focus and start to learn how to move their body um, and move it with intention. Uh, and this kind of goes for what I'm doing here at Retrain. So move with intention, but also kind of connect the mind to the body as well. So get your head in the game, I guess. Sack Efron. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Like being intentional in like all aspects of your life is something that I've been moving toward a lot lately. And that's even where like a lot of my yoga teaching comes into play, like actually making sure you're moving your body with your breath, making sure that you set an intention for your entire practice and making sure that you are fully present, fully mindful of exactly what's going on in that present moment. And I think that's so important when it comes to fitness, because if you're working out, let's say... I don't know, you're doing some deadlifts and you don't actually listen to your body, then you get to the point of injury, right? Like you get to the point of not actually tuning in and understanding how to do the movement correctly, not being able to understand where your limit is and that can end up hurting you in the long run. And then I also think that your mind, your mindset can also be a limiting factor as well. So uh, using the same example that Sarah was just talking about, the deadlift, uh, the great thing about having somebody there to have the extra set of eyes on you, having that accountability, they're also going to be able to push you past the limits that you currently have on yourself. Um, because it's way easier when you're working out on your own to stop at the eighth rep when you know you can get a ninth, 10th or 11th. Uh, so something like that is why, you know, having a coach such as Sarah, such as myself is so beneficial for personal growth. It's so funny because I think it was a couple weeks ago when we were working out. I was literally like, I cannot use a heavier weight. There's no way. And she could. No. And so all I needed was someone to say, yeah, you can. You can do it. And I was like, okay, fine. I actually can. But you put yourself in this kind of like moment of hesitation where you don't think you can do something. 
And unless you have someone there to kind of give you that next step or that little push, then you're going to stay exactly where you are always. You're not going to progress. I'm going to tell you guys right now, um, nine times out of 10, you're stronger than you think you are. Trust yourself. Realize that you are stronger than you currently think you are. Uh, give the heavy weights a chance. Stop lifting. Sorry, this is getting into fitness. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's a tangent, but I like where this tangent is going. Can you tell the story about um, the client that you were training a couple weeks ago? Um, a woman who's a little bit older and she asked you for some heavier weights. I won't go into too much detail just because of client confidentiality, but uh, <laughs> I believe her age was 60 plus and uh it kind of it blew me away because it's not very often you see somebody at this age lifting anything above like 20 25 pounds but we we're doing a dumbbell chest press uh this is the kind of exercise that you see like beefy gym boys doing and she i gave her 25 pounds in each hand which for a six-year-old woman is a lot of weight i don't think i could do it there you go <laughs> 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 and uh, she just reps them out for 12, 12 reps, quality reps too. And then she stands up and she looks at me and she goes, I need more weight. That was too easy. And I was like, holy crap. I like, I wasn't expecting that at all. So it turns out we, now we're lifting 30 pound weights for like 10 reps, good reps too. And it just goes to show that again, mindset is going to be the limiting factor for you. So go a little bit heavier next time. <laughs> And so go heavier in the gym, but also go heavier in life. Like if you're at the point where you find yourself stuck and you're not progressing, check your mindset, see where you're holding yourself back, like double check and see, okay, is there something that I don't want or am I comfortable where I am? And if you are comfortable, then progress, try something harder because the magic, like I say, happens when you're uncomfortable, where there's that discomfort, where you're feeling like you're pushing and trying really hard, right? Like that's the only way you're going to see progress in any aspect of your life. Beautiful. From previous conversations that we've had before, Michael, I understand that you've kind of tried a bunch of different things when it comes to your nutrition. Um, I know I've been a vegetarian for four years. It's been a long time. Um, and I know you dabbled with that a little bit too. Can you share sort of your journey with nutrition? Yeah. So to go over my experience with nutrition or lack of at the very beginning, I grew up uh, a chubbier kid. I mean, like, I feel like anyone could say they were bullied, but like I was bullied for it at, at one point too. Sarah's got a really sad face going right now, but, um, and that's kind of where it all started for me. All I did was play video games at that point in my life, but come high school, uh, puberty helped me out quite a bit, uh, shed all the weight off, but then I still felt like shit. So my energy, uh, just wasn't there. So I knew something needed to change. Um, and Sarah hinted at the whole vegetarianism thing, but for a little while I tried a vegan diet. Um, I think the biggest thing that that taught me was to control the amount of animal products that you're eating. And I currently do not eat a vegan diet. I eat everything from feta cheese, eggs to, I'm pretty sure there's steaks in the fridge right now. But <laughs> the reason I say this is because the vegan diet actually, it taught me a lot. It, it, show me a lot of different uh, lessons when it comes to the food that you're eating. Um, but the biggest thing, and it kind of relates back to that mindset, the vegan diet was really, really difficult to stick to. And I did it for about a year. Um, and I think doing something hard is the best way to build. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, self respect, I guess 
just being able to do things that are difficult and do them uh, maybe not even well, but stick it through to the end. So that's the first moment in my life that I really showed myself like this is hard, but I can do it despite what other people around me are telling me because the amount of people that laughed at me when I first said I was going to try a vegan diet and then I held it up for a year and then all those laughs kind of silenced by the end of that year. Um, but yeah, doing something hard, it's incredibly empowering. And then that was kind of like created a ripple effect into my life. Uh, and then that led to another thing. And then next thing I knew I was hitting success after success in my life. So. Yeah. Amazing. So it's so interesting to see how changing one simple thing in your life, like what you're eating can actually teach you so much. Like I said, I've been a vegetarian for four years and literally it started with my sister saying there's no way you could be a vegetarian so i was dared to try it for a month and here i am four years later sticking it out because of what's important to me and so it's so interesting to see how everything in life comes back to mindset and intentionality and like michael and i've been talking about like intentionality with movement with your thoughts with what you're eating all of it is connected and you're able to take control of that, right? You have the power and no one else has the power to invite intentionality into your life. And I think in regard to nutrition and taking control, a lot of the, uh, the biggest thing that you'll see right now is that people will follow uh, the footsteps of other people. And I mean this in uh, a bad way, truthfully, because you see influencers on Instagram, they're promoting fad diets and sh shitty products but um people like to follow that because they think oh they did it so i should do the same uh but truthfully i think just educating yourself uh realizing what works for you so sarah a big important thing for her is ethics right that's why she does the vegetarianism for me like realizing that the vegan diet wasn't exactly for me i, f I did feel great on it but realizing what works for me uh is incredibly important which is something that I preach to my clients, my nutrition clients is figuring out what works for them, what works for their lifestyle. It's not about forcing yourself to eat clean. It's about making your diet work for you. And a lot of that comes back to the mindset, figuring out, you know, what's the best option for you as a, as a person, right? Yeah. And I just want to add on to that. Like finding out what works for you is literally so important. There's this amazing thing called biochemical individuality. And basically it means that everyone's genetics is different. Their biological makeup is different. So what works for one person will not work for another person. And so when you see people who are having success on a certain diet or with a certain workout routine or a certain lifestyle, yeah, it works for them, but it might not work for you because of your genetic makeup. So that's no reason to be discouraged or think, oh, like, what am I doing wrong? You could be trying all of these different steps and you could be following them to a T exactly what the other person is doing, but it might not work for you just because of your genetics, which is a really good thing to think about when you're feeling discouraged. Yes, something's not working for you, but that means you can try something else that will work for you. And that's where the importance of having a coach really comes into play because they are educated in all of these different things that you can try and they can help you figure out what's working, what's not working and help you get there a little bit faster and in a really safe way. Yeah, I think the, the one thing that I learned too from being, well, from doing the whole vegan diet um, 
was experimenting, trying new things, just like Sarah was saying. And that's kind of how uh, we learn, right? We make the mistakes and then we learn from that. And then that helps us speed up the process for our clients kind of thing. Um, because we know what might not work, what might work, and then we can try those out and kind of uh, shortcut a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I think we are going to go into our quick little speed round. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and just like spitfire the things that come to mind first. Okay, so first question, what are three things that you're grateful for? My parents, um, the people around me, and I am also grateful for the clients that I work with every single day. Question two, what is one skill that you are trying to improve? Uh, we touched on it earlier. Um, I'm trying to communicate a little bit better, uh, more clearly, more concisely, because I know it's going to help me a ton in this industry and in the long run. All right. What is your favorite quote? Oh, (laughs) um, there's a podcast, Tom Bilyeu's impact theory. Everyone should check it out. I highly recommend it, but he had a guest speaker on not too long ago, humble the poet. It, I'm going to mess it up. I know I'm going to mess it up, but it has to, it goes back to the whole victim mentality and learning how to take responsibility. I could find it. You know what? I will just post it in the show notes, but if Michael says that it's important, it's important. (laughs) I got to find it. All right. So what is the most recent lesson that you've learned? I've come to realize that prioritizing your own health is much more important than um, prioritizing the health of those around you because uh, if you can ensure that you're in your best condition, you're serving the people around you best when you are at your highest potential, I guess. Um, and that's something that I've currently been struggling with because of all the responsibilities that I've taken off on myself. And I'm starting to learn that that's not the best option. It's not sustainable. I'm not going to be able to hold these, these uh, tasks for a long period of time. Um, so prioritize your own health, prioritize your, your own values and your interests. And then everything after that will follow much easier. Yeah. You can't pour from an empty cup. There you go. (laughs) What is one final thing that you'd like to say to everyone that's listening? Uh, we've already said it multiple times, but stop playing the victim. Um, sometimes I feel like an asshole really just (laughs) putting it bluntly like that. But the reason we don't make progress in our lives is simply because we are blaming other people. We put so much energy and hatred into the people around us and blaming them for our mistakes. And maybe something happens to you. It wasn't even a result of what you decided, but you need to take responsibility because at the end of the day, you make the decision on how you react to that certain situation. Um, So just be mindful of that moving forward. Stop playing the victim. Uh, Take responsibility. I totally agree. You are completely in control. It is your responsibility to live with intentionality and take control of your own actions, your own life, um, and the way you respond to situations. Like Michael was saying, sometimes things happen to you, but all you can do is control how you respond. And yeah, that's one of the biggest lessons I've also learned as well. All right. So before we finish up, where can people find you? I'm kind of confident with my Instagram hashtag. I think it's my name. I think it's Mike.Capone.RA. But truthfully, while I'm saying this right now, I'm going to my phone. It is. It is. So (laughs) (laughs) 
It's Mike period Capone C A P O N E dot R A. I'll add it to the show notes. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good idea. Um, but aside from that, websites retrainathletics.ca. Those are my two main resources. I don't really have anything else. Thank you so much for letting me pick your brain and for sharing so many nuggets of inspiration. This was the best first podcast ever. (laughs) Hopefully not the last. (laughs) We'll be back. Okay. Apparently, apparently he'll be back. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been so great learning from you and we'll talk to y'all later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Unmake Up Your Mind podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you and your continued support. If you liked today's episode, please be sure to click the subscribe button, fill in those five stars, and leave a review if you haven't already. If you do leave a review, please take a screen, grab, and email it to me. My email is in the show notes for your chance to win a one-to-one clarity call with me. Before you go, I just want to remind you that your mind can be your biggest ally. We are able to make friends with our mind. So I'll see you next week when we continue to uncover the secrets to unmake up our minds and live our best lives.